Welcome to the 46th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the toothbrush to my toothpaste, Brandon Gross. Uh, I thought you were going to do a President's Day thing. It is President's Day oh, as we're fuck. recording. I about that. I think we're going to do the... Uh, the the link into my Washington. The link into my yeah, I don't know. The uh, the Andrew Johnson to my Andrew Jackson. I don't know. There, the William Taft to my bathtub. Oh yes, there everyone's favorite me. fact. Uh, who who's your favorite president? None of um, them. <laughs> I don't really have a favorite one. Uh, I could. Uh, I I guess I could say that some of the classics. I mean, the classic seems to be the way to go, right? The George Washingtons, the Abraham Lincolns. Um, Jimmy Carter seemed chill. We weren't alive for most of his. For I know. His presidency, I, but he, uh, seemed he, chill. he seemed chill. He was the rock and roll president. I don't know if you saw the. They did a CNN special on it. Something you know, CNN say what you will about them. Sometimes they do cool documentaries. Not gonna lie. Yeah. No, they have. Yeah. But they, but they did a. They did one. Jimmy Carter, the rock and roll president, and he had like Leonard Skinner would come up to the White House and hang what? with them. No way. Yeah. Leonard Skinner. I think Willie Nelson. Um, yeah, he was homies with like Linda Ronstadt and Jackson Brown. Yeah, he was like hanging out with like Jeez. the rockers and like they were playing at the White House. He's like, I like rock and roll music, you know, and then yeah. I don't yeah, know. And then that's that's where he, I that's know he had, a, tried to, he had like a peanut farm. Wasn't that a thing? He has that peanut he farm and and uh, and you know, there's a, a gas shortage, an oil shortage. Yes. too, right. Yeah, that's not great. So, yeah, that's not great. What do we know? Uh, Are we a history pod now? I don't know. What's going we're on. a history pod now. I uh, I did hear a good William Taft fact this week. Though. That's not the a, bathtub. Not the bathtub. That's not the bathtub. No, he's the only president to have also previously been a Supreme Court judge. Isn't that wild? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. So, I know. Doesn't it make you be like, this guy's got a bad rep. There's like, we're all talking about how big he is and. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. actually a very smart, I wonder if he was like uh, he was uh, he didn't like commitment he was like uh, he was like this is a lifetime appointment and he's like I need that four year job dude yeah I'm out of here I, I now you're making me doubt myself not you making me I'm doubting myself on my own about this so I'm googling it real fast no yeah he was a Supreme Court justice wow very cool federal circuit judge at 34 so you know you and I are on that path it seems it, right oh easy <laughs> it's very funny how how Taft how they're like he was fat so they're like ha ha you know what i mean yes. it's a, it's a little yeah. upsetting honestly <laughs> and also like pales in comparison to how big people are these days like there's no way that william taft looks anything different than your then, average american then say someone like donald j trump you know i yes. mean you know we're not getting political brandon but you gotta you gotta bring up the biggest man in the history of the world please uh i like that my favorite uh well this isn't my favorite fact of donald trump but the that he called the we had the mcdonald's fish fillet sandwich Classic. famously yep. but he called it like the fish delight like he refused to ever like address it by his real name and only refer to it by the he's fish like delight. wouldn't that be better marketing the fish delight <laughs> there you go all right i always forget you have you have a, a decent donald trump i don't i don't like to do it but if it's you know if it happens i'll do it there was like in the summer of 2016 you could have killed with it but the moment that yeah the moment that yes. the ball started rolling it seemed like it was a little out the door already right i hate myself for doing it yeah <laughs> it's like the kate mckinnon problem i was talking to my friend chris today and it's like has anybody gone from most liked to just like cringe total cringe as kate mckinnon went for really just like people don't like I her feel, i feel like the remember when she did the the fucking hillary clinton the hallelujah snl thing where she that like, was pretty cringe yeah that was like when but i, was I like, mean uh, it's like don't blame no. her i mean someone wrote that she oh, i hope she didn't come up with that you know what i mean <laughs> she was like no guys i got the best idea <laughs> well, trust what, me on this one 
That's just the lifespan, man. That's just the, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, that's what happens with Lana Del Rey. It happens with anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's famous. It happens with, with Julia Fox from Uncut Gems. People hate oh, her yeah. now because the Kanye uncut stuff. Uncut Gems, yeah. Did yeah, you see yeah. that uh, TikTok of her saying Uncut Gems? She's I, like... I didn't see that. I, I heard the one that she was like... Uh, I was Benny Softies. Oh, yes, is that, that it? Oh, that yeah, is it. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, uncut, yeah. Uncut, <laughs> yeah. That was his meals on uncut, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Uh, you're an uncut gems fan, right? You like that movie? Big fan, big fan. Yeah, yeah. I think that was my favorite. What's what's up with you, dude? What have you been up to this weekend? You doing anything fun? Um, three day weekend. Hell yeah. Lost in softball. We're zero three. <laughs> okay, wait. We haven't got a softball update in a few weeks. Fill okay, me in. What's softball going on? update. Uh, we're, we're you know we're not playing well in the season after our <laughs> our, cha- our almost our, our runner up championship season. Uh, we lost our practice game and we're zero three in the regular season. Oof, okay, we played we start. played um, a, a a fellow frumpy white team on Sunday, so we're like they were they're white people and they were frumpy, so we were like oh oh, oh okay, we're like okay. oh maybe we have a chance, you know they're <laughs> yes, not okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. and uh, and nope. Yeah, so we got we still lost. We still lost. They did. We hit two balls to the outfield. I think. Um, Ooh, okay, that's not a winning strategy. We're not doing well. Okay, is that the is that the downfall? Is the offense? You feel like the offense is holding you back? I think the offense is holding us back, but also we don't. So pretty much the other teams, it seems like their strategy is just to walk, and it's impossible, oh, as you yeah. know, it's impossible yeah. in slow pitch softball. You were our pitcher when you were out mm-hmm. here, famously, famously, famously. It's impossible to throw a goddamn strike because you're doing underhand has to land on a plate. Like what is that? Yeah. That's got to be six feet in the air. It's got to fall directly. Brutal. To plate. So if they it's don't gotta, swing, yeah, only. then you walk, and it's boring. Um, anyway, we're getting our ass kicked and I think I need to, <laughs> I need to start recruiting some players. I need to start hanging around some parks and just breathing, breathing on people and be yeah, like, you want to play yeah. softball? Hey, what are you been up to? Well, who's, uh, are you pitching? Who's pitching? I'm not pitching. You don't, um, you don't have to say the name if you don't want to put them on blast. Someone, well, just... someone who pitched, I think when you were there too. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. the C? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he does. And then we also have another person who pitches, um, he stared down a player because she walked. <laughs> so it's like we he stared her down. He stared her down. I, I was in the dugout and I saw it happen. So, you know, listen, there's drama. There's turmoil. We have a double header this Sunday. I'll let you know next week how it goes. Okay. We might you be. Owen, we might be. Owen five. <laughs> you got to take one. Right. We have you gotta to take, take at one. Least one. We started Please. one and five last year and we rallied the second half and made it to the championship. So I think, you know, we have that Your second half team. Second, Your half, second team. half team. Where? What are you? What position are you playing these days? Uh, I've been doing outfield a lot, and I finally okay. have gotten adjusted to it, where I'm able to make decent plays. Like I finally, okay. Okay. I'm learning the step back. Once you know, yeah. once once you see a ball in the air, you step back instead of running forward automatically. I'm catching balls. I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, that's the story. I'll keep you posted. Please. We're not good. I've been pl- I've been offensively. I've been terrible. Yeah, terrible yeah, offensively. Been, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It. Yeah, I keep I keep. Uh, Hitting it to the to third base every time. Ground ball, third base. You're ground ball, third it? base. I'm pulling it every time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, how are you that, doing? Are you pulling ground balls at third base? I'm not pulling ground balls at third base. That's timing thing. Just sit up, sit back a little bit, right? That's what you got to do. I guess. Yeah. I, am I out front? Is that what that is? I think so. If you start swinging too early, then by the time you make contact, you're pulling it. The I timing's so hard is. in softball because it's yeah, because it's so going slow. so slow. It's going so slow. And this guy on Sunday was throwing it 16 feet there. He's doing the high. It was like it was the <laughs> no. arc, dude. It was doing the full arc. I couldn't do it. The softball team I was on this last year was you didn't have to it didn't have to land on the plate it just had to be like the teams agreed on if it was a hittable pitch or not and that was about as far as it went. Really? So, what? Is, yeah, no I overhand. Love, obviously, you're doing like but, old school stickball rules. Like, in yeah. this, you're doing Hey Arnold rules. <laughs> yeah, we were doing big Hey Arnold. I told you. Remember, I took that picture. This is 
uh, such an old episode reference. This might have been like one of the first five episodes, but I took that picture and said that it looks like we were playing at a Hey Arnold Field. It had like the subway in the background. The and subway. All that cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Elevated. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's good. Um, what have I been up to? Did a short film thing again this weekend. I'm two for the last four weeks of uh, using a full day to, to, to help support the homies. Um, You're a triple threat. Podcast, music, acting. Threat. Yeah. This, yeah. Move over Patrick. What was the Patrick's not Patrick Stewart. <laughs> move, move, oh, no, move over Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, all right. Watch out, Patrick Stewart. You're too likable. OK, I'm going to I'm going to move into that throne. Um, what else did I do? Hung out with friends, played a lot of FIFA. I've been on my FIFA grind again. Um, the MLB 2022 video game, like a uh, beta thing dropped, like the tech test. So I've been seeing a lot of that content. I watched, um, speaking of softball, have you seen um, John Boy has been doing these like warehouse blitzball games? Have you seen any of that on Twitter? Yeah, I don't. What is that? What is that sport? It looks cool. It's fun. I watched two full games. They're like 40 minutes long. So it kind of tells you how into it I am. But uh, they're entirely devoid of any offense. It's just only like hyper wiffle ball, blitz ball movement pitches. So it's like throwing 70 miles an hour moving like, I don't know, like 18 inches across the plate every time. Um, And it's in like a warehouse in like Hoboken or something in New Jersey. And they just like got a bunch of dudes to do it. Um, It's fun. It's really cool. It made me want to go out and buy the blitz ball things because you can like apparently manipulate the pitch to move a lot more than you can with like a regular wiffle ball. Cool. Um, It's supposed to be hard. But yeah, it's it's something that I'm getting into. So I think I'm gonna buy a blitz ball set for this upcoming spring. Where are you going to play? Do you go to the park then? We go to the park. Yeah, we've played wiffle ball in the park before. You're, we would need a backstop for blitz ball just in case. I mean, the balls are just going to go flying everywhere, I think. Um, so that's a little bit harder because there are a few diamonds that you can get on, but it's it's like first come, first serve. Cut and that's throat, just, yeah. It, yeah, it's hard to get to do that. But um, as we mentioned to our guest who's coming up, because Brandon, we, we pre-recorded the interview that you're going to hear. By, Don't by reveal our, our secret medicine. <laughs> it's, it's a secret. Um, the weather in New York today was like, like non-traditionally warm it was i like was wearing just a t-shirt and a jacket and i had to take my jacket off when i was walking outside today because it was it was just too hot dude it was just too wow. hot LA style wow 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 well the nice. earth's melting so enjoy it that's you know? true yeah uh, we had, it snowed literally a week ago not even maybe it very good snowing, very yeah. good and normal so, very normal thing that's going on um but this happens i forget uh and i'm sure you've experienced this living in other places outside of california and florida but like there's those teasing days. So there's those days before, like that make you think that it's about to get warm and then it immediately whiplashes back to cold weather and then it's a little bit of a tease and then eventually it starts actually getting into spring. And this is definitely one of those tease days. Like I think it's going to get into like the 20s or 30s again sometime this week. So yeah. I, gotta, I just got to buckle up for that. It's just like California when we're 80 one day and then we're 72 the next oh year. Did you, know in, did you know in Los Angeles you can snowboard, surf, and skateboard all in the same day? <laughs> I'm like, I did that once and then I got in and out. And it was good. <laughs> have you heard of Animal Style? <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, we have a new character. We'll add to the yes, podcast. Cal- California yeah. Girl. You know, I just realized California Girl. Yeah, I just realized we haven't had my Uncle Nino on in a while. We got to bring Uncle Nino back. Gambling's um, legal in New York now, dude. He might. Well, you have to see if he's alive still. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we got to check. Make sure he's got a pulse still. Who knows what's going on with him? Um, there was a little gambling talk in the conversation that you're going to hear shortly too, Brandon. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Listen, listen there, at any point, and you just hear me go. <sighs> Uh, well, what maybe when we have a Patreon, Brandon, when we inevitably get a Patreon, yes. so we can really, yeah, we can really start raking in the dough. Um, when we'll we'll do a bonus episode where I, I go through all of the ins and outs, explaining it. Yeah, that's yeah. hey, that's good. That's good for listeners too, too, because I'm sure one of our eight listeners doesn't, you know, doesn't know how yeah. to gamble either. What, uh, did, I, you, did you say 
later in the in the episode you're about to hear. Yeah. Did you say that you gambled on Italian soccer? What was that? Yes. Yeah. I was. Italian, Are you okay? What is that? Italian <laughs> soccer? I'm devoid of sports right now. Yeah. Um. Because there's no there was NBA All Star this weekend. Uh, I had a oh this is a good story I'll tell I we had a, a good friend of ours who's going through a little bit of a, a rough patch wanted to hang out with some boys so on, uh, I think it was Saturday night he came over uh, me and my roommate Austin um, were hanging out we Austin made like Korean pork pulled pork it was phenomenal it was really really great and we were just like chilling with them hanging out spending some quality time and I was like hey the NBA dunk contest is on like we should watch that that should be fun and this guy's not a sports dude at all and you know Austin's not really a big sports guy at all either um, but I was like this should be exciting it should be fun this was the worst dunk contest I've uh, and this is not hyperbole this was the worst dunk contest I've ever seen and I was like bringing this guy who needed to pick me up to and just hyping it up and then it just absolutely did not even meet the most minimum of expectations. <laughs> He's like, it's confirmed. Sports does suck. Sports sucks. I know. Like, I, did, uh, I did see that video of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar leaving the court. Did oh, you see dude. That? Yeah. Yeah. So he was funny. just like, I, yeah, I've had enough of this bullshit. Um, a Magic player was in the dunk contest, so I got really excited. I'm an Orlando Magic fan. Um, he put on Timberlands, you know, like the, yes, uh, sure. the, the big boots, mm-hmm. and then he takes off his Magic shirt, and underneath it, he has a New York shirt on. And I was like, what are you doing? This is so awful. That's He's, funny. Born and raised in the city as like, Not a Nick, like he wasn't wearing a Knicks jersey. It was just, just said, it was like Knicks colors, but it didn't say Knicks oh, on it. It just said guy. New York on it. My guy, uh, but it was his dad. His dad played for the Knicks for a while, so I think that he okay. was just kind of like giving him a shout out to his dad too. But yeah, that was that's not a good sight to see. You know, that's see so. That. I'm sure everyone in Magic. I don't know what Magic Twitter is like, but I'm sure oh, they it's lost out there. their Magic marbles. Twitter exists. Dude. You, it does. <laughs> it's you and six guys. Yeah, I don't tweet about the Magic just because I have too many. I have too many Miami people, and there's actually like. I think the Magic would call it a rivalry and the, the Heat don't even think about us. It's that like Donald Draper meme from Mad Men where it's yeah. like, how do you sleep at night? He's like, or I, I don't, it's yeah, like, I don't even think about you. Yeah. I don't even, yeah why aren't you a Heat Magic. fan though? Because you are... Uh, you, Have I not told this story on the pod? I don't think. Uh, I don't think so. Was I don't it, think was I it like have, a yeah. roommate or something that it was, was into like, the magic? Yeah. So like, I didn't get into basketball until I got into college. I was always a baseball guy growing up, and my dad would have football on Sundays, but wasn't like a diehard football fan. But we'd watch a little football, um, watch a ton of baseball. Did not watch any basketball growing up, really. Like, I think I played one rec league. This is this is a great uh, anecdote to tell you just how little I knew about basketball growing up. I played one rec league basketball in, in elementary school and the, um, <clears throat> the coach asked us to go and do a layup line where you know you just like run up you lay the ball up and then you, you circle back around and I didn't know what that meant and thought that he wanted to do an alley-oop line you know where you throw it up in the air and someone dunks it and I was like you want me to do what <laughs> I can't do that. I'm four foot like 11 what do you mean you want me to dunk um, so that told you how much I knew about it and then I got to college um, and I think what would have been March 2011 FSU made a run FSU made a tournament run and it was my first time watching like a high uh, high stakes basketball. And I was yeah. like, oh, this rules. This is so much fun. Like so much is on the line. It's like all every possession counts. It was really great. I got into it and then watched the 2020 or 2020, the 2012 finals, the OKC Heat finals um, when the Heat won their first championship uh, with LeBron. Um, and I was immediately in, but it felt weird supporting the Miami Heat when they were like a championship favorite. And I was like, I it feels weird to like just get into this sport and immediately it felt bandwagony. Ban- yeah, bandwagony. So I went uh, my 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 good friend Nate, one of my best friends, is a huge Magic fan, and I was like, this could be fun. The Magic are in the middle, like just about to start a rebuild. Like this could be a fun time to jump on. Little did I know that rebuild would be twelve years long. <laughs> it would be like the longest rebuild of the history. We've made like we've won I think two playoff games in the last. God. 10 15 years yeah so not 15 10 but um but yeah so that's why i was always a magic fan not a heat fan it just felt like cheating you know it felt like cheating 
I I applaud your your commitment to tortured franchises. I mean, I have that too. So, <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, that's the reason why we get get along so well. Mm-hmm. We just can like uh yeah like roll around in our collective misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. Um. All right, Brandon. Well, I think that's enough for our nonsense at the top. Coming up, we have a great interview with Peter Apple from Just Baseball. He stopped by. We talked trade proposals. We talked fantasy football. We talked Every, we talked everything. <laughs> it's it's really an all encompassing thing. Yes, truly an all-encompassing thing. Um, so, yeah, but first, before we do that, we got ads. So check out some ads. You'll hear some ads in the show. Enjoy whatever. I don't know. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, check this interview out. <laughs> this episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season, maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double-check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you, good for those uh, pescatarian diets maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet, maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. $3 a day, that's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg, and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. They sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds, have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me, you can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there, I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. All right, and we are back. And Brandon, we have been blessed with another guy from just baseball two weeks in a row we can't get rid of them we've tried our hardest we just need to bring them back brandon we need to bring them back they're uh, begging us they're begging yeah they're begging us yes that's how this works uh we have peter apple you know from the just baseball show and not gambling advice podcast which we could spend a whole the whole segment on uh talking gambling if we wanted to but not today not today peter welcome to the show man thanks for taking the time yeah thank you guys so much for having me this is gonna be fun Yes, this will be a good time. Um, so Yankees fan, man. Yankees fan from uh, from California. How did that end up working out? 
Yankees fan from California. So I was born in Staten Island, but moved to Santa Barbara when I was about two years old because my dad got a job in Santa Barbara. So grew up in California, but was still Knicks and Yankees, you know, all the time. And then I actually ended up was able to work for the Yankees for um, a couple different seasons. I worked in the tours department. I worked just as a 19 year old intern with any job that they would (laughs) give me. And then I ended up working in the season ticket sales department for a year out of college. And then I left the Yankees to start just baseball media. So it's, I have, I have some ties to the Yankees, but they make me so emotional because, you know, I ride for them. And when they lose, I look like the biggest idiot in the world because I go on TikTok and I'm like, Yankees are for sure going to beat the Red Sox in the Wild Card <laughs> game. And then they get trounced and then I'm called the biggest idiot on the, on the internet. So that's fine. Yeah, then you have to did, answer. Did you yeah. have any run-ins with Yankee legends? Any Don Zimmers oh, or Cashman. even Brian Cashman? Did you have any run-ins with, with Brett cool Gardner? People? Yeah, that, Brett that, <laughs> that was the coolest parts about some of my internships because as I worked in the tours department, you know, they're giving tours of Yankee Stadium. So I've been all over every inch of that ballpark. I wasn't actually giving tours. I was about as low as you can get on the totem pole. Okay, I was all right. the youngest intern there at 19 wow. where everyone else was 21 or 22. So I was just kind of facilitating. So I got to go all around the field and then when I worked in the stadium events department, they do a lot of events with the players on the field. So I've gotten to meet every Yankee on the 2020 roster or oh, 2019 so cool. roster. And then also some, you know, Hall of Famers. Like I got to meet Mariano Rivera and Andy Pettit and Jorge Posada and Bernie Williams. Oh my and God. I got to say one thing, two things, Mariano Rivera, when you see him in person, he doesn't look real. Like he's glowing. <laughs> he actually, he, and I'm not kidding. Like I'm, I met a lot of people in, in my days now and he did not look human he looked sent from somewhere that's not earth and it rolled his chapman in person oh is he a Guys, monster his torso is so <laughs> short but his arm like he looks like general grievous <laughs> like he the way he's built isn't like a normal person like stanton voight judge they're all enormous humans yes but chapman the way he's built he's six foot five but his like I'm six foot three, but he's eight inches taller than me. Like it's, <laughs> it's just he's he's an incredible looking human with muscles that are coming out of body parts that I didn't even know were real. He was incredible. doing boxing training there for like a couple off oh, seasons yeah. ago a, too. So he's just jacked, right? He's a freak of nature. Freak oh my god. Nature. He was he was doing some lightsaber training too. He <laughs> carries around eight lightsabers, so he's got that grievous look. He had a baby cool on a plus get some out next year, though. It'd be cool yeah. if he could get some guys out. That's Fingers crossed. So wait, who was who who got you the most nervous? Who like who really sparked the nerves for you when you uh, Mariano Rivera? It was like, Mariano, yeah. Wh- and you know, I met Derek Jeter too. It was whoa, like even the handshake, the smile. Like he is, he's not a human. He's That's sent so from funny. somewhere else. He was, he was incredible to just be in the same room as he. He had like a godly glow energy. about him, huh? Yeah, absolutely. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Um, well, you're here for a reason. You brought up Derek Jeter. So uh, I know you guys just recently did the play general manager episode on the Just Baseball show and the Miami Marlins were the subject. I tuned in, obviously, as I had to as a, as a loyal Marlins fan and a loyal Just Baseball media fan. Um, and you ru- ruffled a little feathers on Marlins Twitter, Peter. I don't know. How, what's your what's been your experience with Marlins Twitter? Have they come for you? Have they been pretty polite? What's the what's, what's they've the been incredibly polite, like okay, some good. of my favorite fans on good. Twitter, because even with you guys, when you commented about the Christian Yelich trade, which I assume we're going to get into it, you guys know where I'm coming from in the sense of Julio Rodriguez was yes. the name floated in return for Brian Reynolds. So what I was trying to do was to go to show what kind of deal 
it would take for Brian Reynolds according to the Pirates. Now, is that a fair trade? Probably not. You're probably going to have to overpay, unfortunately. But back to just the Marlins Twitter side, they've been wonderful to me. You know, my co-host and co-founder um, of Just Baseball Media, Aram, used to host Locked on Marlins. So that, I think they're always giving me a little bit of a pass being like, do you like us? And I do. Yes. So that, okay, that's good. And it's all love. Okay, and we we will take anybody that's got anything positive to say about the Marlins just because of how, how scorned we've been by national media. Oh, I can go off. I can go off. I'm excited about this Marlins pitching staff, guys. I really am. I think it's electric. I think it could be like close to top five next year. I like, love this. You can just go down the line. They got seven, eight, nine guys, and you go around the league. Who else has that? Yeah, the Seriously. depth and well, in the minor league farm system too. I know, uh, Brandon, your your Mets just obviously got got gassed up. You you can very easily have the top two pitchers in all of the NL. Well, it's funny because they're on the opposite end where they have the veteran arms. Yes, I know everyone's worried because of obviously Max getting shut down by the Dodgers at the end of the season, but that he claims it was because of the workload um, or how the Dodgers were managing him versus how the Nationals were, and then Degrom. Of course, everyone's worried about. So as a Mets fan. Going into it, I'm like not too cocky. You know, I'm going in and I'm like, you know, what? let's see what happens. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't want to get too hyped up. I am hyped up, but concerned. And like Peter said, the Marlins, I am also extremely high on. I mean, who has that right now? And you, and you see a lot of times, like even the 2015 Mets, they had a similar thing where they had all these young aces come up and absolutely like dominate and carry them to the playoffs. So the World Series. So I think the Marlins could be a similar thing. I love that Marlins and World Series in the same sentence makes me a happy man, Brandon. I know, I know, we're we're hopefully with this extended playoffs though. You don't know, twenty twenty, we beat the Cubs, we made it out a little bit. Like you just, you know John Birdie was there, man. John Birdie was there. That's Eddie Alvarez. There. <laughs> we had Corey Dickerson. Yeah, you know, just a bunch of Marlins legends. But all right, Peter. So here's the trade that you proposed on the show. So it was obviously Brian Reynolds, um, uh, switch hitting, all star center fielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now you had us giving up. Khalil Watson, first round draft pick of the last draft, um, fell to us. I don't, I don't know if it was like personality things or what they like attributed to his, his, his fall, but something along those lines. Then Max Meyer, also first round draft pick, Edward Cabrera, and then probably minorly breakout pitcher of the year last year, Jake Eater, until his Tommy John surgery. So was your, was your, like you said earlier, your, your, the thought process behind this was. They want a Julio Rodriguez level prospect. Obviously, we don't have a Julio Rodriguez level prospect. Not many people do. Um, but you thought that this was the closest to the equivalent that we could we could get the Pirates to, to get on the phone. And it sounds blasphemous, right? It does. It does. Four it does. of your top prospects. I can imagine. You hear that and you're like, what is this guy smoking? Are you kidding me? We're not giving up all these dudes for Brad Reynolds. Who's Brad Reynolds? Just this dude on the Pirates. Well, <laughs> excuse me. What I can say is Brian Reynolds is one of the premier center fielders in baseball. He had it down 2020 in a shortened COVID, but in 2019, he was elite. 2021, he was even more elite. And he's also, he's a guy with track record, right? He was a pick out of Vandy. He's always been a really good hitter, and he will continue to be so. And he's a phenomenal defender. And the Marlins should be willing to trade some of their starting pitching depth for an impact guy like Brian Reynolds. We've heard the Cattell Marte rumors swirl all the time. How great would it be for him to be on the team? Brian Reynolds is like way better. <laughs> He's just simply like one of the best center fielders in baseball and an offensive weapon that the Marlins haven't had a type like that since Yelich, yeah. since Stanton. But yeah. I mean, even Stanton and Yelich, I mean, Stanton hit 59 home runs. So, but it's hard to put them in the same kind of conversation because they're different players. Yeah. But when we go through each individual prospect, right? Khalil Watson, 
really talented. Like we all know shortstop prospect was could have been one of the highest picks in the draft, but he fell for a reason, right? And he fell, and I know you guys are Marlins guys, but he fell to a team that doesn't have a great history of developing bats. No, absolutely. No, I mean, our like, own- that means something. <laughs> That's where I'm saying, okay, is Khalil Watson actually that good? I know he's ranked very high and he's played well, but will he develop? Yeah. Then we continue to go down. Max Meyer. We, you know, we've heard rumors that he could be a bullpen guy. Yeah. Closer. I don't think yeah. he will be. I don't think he will be, but he still needs to develop that third pitch. Even the second pitch was getting beat up on last year. I mean, the fastball was just getting hit. Like, that's the reality of the yeah. situation. Yeah. Jake Eater, love Jake Eater. He's a big, <laughs> that's a big get. I don't have anything that is a wrong with yes. Jake Eater. He's really good. That's that's just where do you where do you stand on a uh, Cabrera? Where do you stand? I know he like his his uh his major league debut last year was not great, kind of got that's hit around a little thing. bit, but yeah. But Cabrera I, has phenomenal stuff like yeah. such good stuff i mean the high 90s fastball with the like he's he's got incredible stuff but then again but we saw what he did in the bigs could he get any worse probably not but it's <laughs> not like we saw edward cabrera come up and dominate right yes absolutely not no we did not and and i thought okay well we'd probably sweeten the deal by throwing in david bednar of the pirates one of the relievers that would help your guys okay. back end. yeah I don't know. If Floro is the answer. Is the closer? I mean, he's fine. But I don't know if he's the answer. Oh, we have Anthony Bender the though. Come on, Marlins yeah, fans love bad. Anthony Bender. Yeah, no, he's you know he got some guys. Yeah, we'll take what you can get. Right, so, do you think that this package would also get Cedric Mullins? Because I know that's the other center yeah. field option that you think you think that's still overpaying for Cedric Mullins. You think that's still yes. probably in the ballpark of what they want? This this package is an overpay. Okay. Like bar, like this is an overpay. My thought was. The Marlins could do it realistically, though, and not really feel it on the back end because they have Sixto Sanchez coming up. They still have a yeah, lot of other pitchers that they have to deal with. Jesus Cesardo, another guy who came over. Yeah, and that's a great point. Top three with Sandy, Trevor, and Pablo. Yeah. So you, and then Eliezer Hernandez, Hernandez we haven't yeah. even mentioned, who's yeah. like, you know, he's, he's, he's all right. Fine. If he can he's stay healthy, yeah, 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 he's all right. So <laughs> he's okay. You guys have so many guys. So I'm like, what don't you have? You don't have the premier center fielder. You have no. pitching depth. So let's trade some question marks for the opposite of a question mark in Brian Reynolds. Do you you don't think that the the 2020 shortened season is a, an indication that he might be a little inconsistent, or do you feel like what he did in 2021 kind of smooths all that out? I almost it's so hard to judge 2020 seasons. Yeah. I mean, I mean the Marlins made the playoffs. Hey, and we, right? well, we beat the Cubs. What that goes to show <laughs> is that anything can happen, and yes, not to absolutely. say that the Marlins are a bad team because you know I, I'm all over their starting pitching and starting pitching wins championships. But I, it's hard to gauge 2020. I mean, DJ LeMahieu hit 360. Like, it's yeah. just – and then he hit 250 the next year. Like, it's just – it's tough to judge 2020. I have a great 2019, and I have an even better 2021, and he's 27 years old. I'm just going to go off that. And also, when you watch Brian Reynolds, I'm floored because he does everything well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, okay. I'll 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 give you a bit of a break then on the Brian Reynolds trade. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rub your nose in it too much. Not rub your nose in too much. I had a a fish uh, uh interdivision Braves Marlins trade that was bounced around my head, and it was for it was basically a uh, a close to a majors prospect swap sort of thing. And I don't know if I don't know if it's dumb, you guys might rip me, but uh two prospects that have fallen off a little bit, six though for Christian Pache. Is it dumb? Oh, that's really interesting. Can I say I don't want Christian Pache? You're off the Pache train. Off the Pache. What is he going to hit? Yeah, doesn't seem like it. Does it? <laughs> doesn't seem like it. I, I mean, that's all I got for you. Like, is he going to hit? Like, I'm waiting. We're just yeah. waiting for him to develop the hit tool because Keith Law loves him. 
then just keep <laughs> on, just hanging on. He keeps dropping down lists. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not hitting. No, he's, he's a great not. defender, not hitting. So, and if you're the Marlins, Sixto is another guy who is he throwing from 120 feet yet? Bobo is not throwing from 120 feet yet. No, he's not. It's like you're trading kind of a problem for a problem. That's yeah. what I was so, thinking. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's a terrible, I guess, upside trade, but if you're the Marlins. I don't want to go get Pache if I'm the Braves. I don't really you don't want, want to six though, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like we have a monster outfield that needs to be covered and like having like such a plus plus defender like Pache would be huge for that. But like you said, we don't develop bats. You just said that we have like such an issue from like a all the way up to the major leagues of just not having consistent hitting at all. And like bring a guy like Pache on would eh, just kind of reinforce the, uh, the reputation that we've already developed uh, across the league. I feel like, like, think about this when you, you obviously remember this when the Marlins trade away, um, Christian Yelich and they got oh, famous Brinson and Diaz and Monte Harrison and those guys and Jordi yes. Yamamoto. Like you got a slew of four really good prospects at the time. And you traded away Christian Yelich. Yeah. What's the difference between just reversing that instead of Brian Reynolds for, prospects who have some question marks and and the only one i didn't have a question mark on is jake eater like i prefer i this might be a hot take give me jake eater over Sixto sanchez like I, i'd rather have jake eater well, well work ethic is like such a uh an under discussed aspect of it and like Sixto just seems like he doesn't have any interest in like building his arm back that. up and it's like these that. these injuries no i completely agree with you i love how high you're on eater i've got a little uh, baseball card investment in eater so i'm glad to hear that you're uh you're building me back up for that you're building me back you up good. for that um, but yeah, so I, I think there's going to be some more activity. Are you expecting like, uh, say CBA agreed upon and then on the 28th, are you imagining just like seven days of, of free agent signings and trades, just like phones blowing up, everybody going crazy right after the deal's done. So I've read a lot about it and I've also heard some stuff that it's going to be nuts. Hell yes. It's going, that's all I've heard. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. And because think about it, we have so many free agents left to be signed. Yeah. Like Carlos Correa is a free agent. Still floating around. Is a free agent. Like <laughs> it's it's, wild. We have a lot of the season to cover in three weeks. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be like the, the, the NBA trade deadline or like, I don't know if you're, a, are you a multi-sport guy? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge football guy. Um, I also, I give out football picks as well. We did a full Super Bowl preview on not gambling advice as well. But I, I like basketball. I love the end of the All-Star game. Last yeah. Year. Oh, my God. Awesome. Steph Curry was <laughs> out of his mind. Brandon, oh. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it. Sometimes you get the crossover on your Twitter. Feed I'm, I'm a baseball-only like guy, Peter. So I like see I stuff on that. Twitter. I see I stuff on that. Twitter and I sort of get secondhand. I'm like, who's Gardner Minshew to say it sometimes? <laughs> but, <laughs> that actually uh, did happen. I totally forgot yeah. about that this episode of nl feast is brought to you by athletic greens listen tons of people take a multivitamin it's important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole foods source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens which is a word i just learned today adaptogens i could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season, maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. 
It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet, maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. $3 a day, that's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens and a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds. Have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right athletes and insiders not just schmoes like me it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and reacting to all the breaking news i got on there i got some friends i got some followers and i got into arguments where i found out i was wrong but you're going to be right when you get color cast download it today it is free to use bring those spicy takes baby Did you have any, uh, are you, what are you doing with uh, not gambling advice during this like weird five day drought of there just being like only NHL and college basketball going on? Yeah, that's the problem. Cause we, we normally just do football and baseball. So this kind of weird time, we're doing a lot of future stuff like who's going to be the year, who's going to win MVP. We'll also ranking fantasy baseball players for next season. Like we just did top 20 catchers this week. We're doing first baseman and then we'll do all the positions. So right now we're, we're almost doing cleanup ranking which almost do better than the actual season because yeah. people want to get revved up for the season. But the problem is we don't know when the season's actually Yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's a big thing. Wait, so give me some dark horse like Cy Young, NL MVPs. Is there anybody that you're uh, you're keeping your eye on? Oh, yeah. Luis Robert, I'm banging it. I already banged it. Like, I, the thing is, I think they might pull futures because right now we don't know if we'll have 162. Oh, um, true. Okay. So these these betting companies might be like, oh, we don't want to refund the money if if we have over on a certain number, but they only yeah. play 140 games or something. Yeah. But I love Luis Robert to win the American League MVP. We've talked about it. Jeremy Pena, who's a shortstop. He's going to take Carlos Correa's job. Love him for AL Rookie. Big dark horse. Um, NL... Um, honestly, like I'm, I could consider a Sandy Alcantara on future. Yes. You could get, I think it's around like plus 1600. It's like, yeah. it is really, really high, but like he the, is a dog, monster. like a certified dog on the mound. One of four pitchers last year to throw over 200 innings. He's going to do it again this year. He's one of the few pitchers who routinely gets up, gets it up to 99. He's dirty and he's durable and he's huge and he pitches in a pitcher's park. He's a and Tyler Rogers or, uh, again, um, Trevor Rogers. What am I? There's so many Rogers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's, there's Tyler. So there's, there's, yeah, there's too many. Easy to mix up. Easy to mix up. But those two guys, like, they're, they got some, 
I'm going to give him some love for NL Scion. I love that. I love that. Brandon, you had a, a couple more trades, I think, over in your, I, uh, your little so magic notebook over there. Huh? I'm, the, I'm the king of the low leverage trades. I mean, this is the opposite <laughs> of the Brian Reynolds monster trade. But I wanted to, since I'm a Mets guy and you're a Yankees guy, and you're apparently a pseudo Mets fan, according to just baseball. So uh, super low leverage. But I was looking at needs for both the Mets and Yankees. So what would you think of a Dom Smith and Khalil Lee to the Yankees for Nestor Cortez. This is a sell high on Cortez. <laughs> he hates it. He hates you're it. Out, you're he out hates of it so much. <laughs> I'm not trading Nestor for nothing. <laughs> I love Nestor Cortez. But, oh, you know, we went over Dom Smith. I'm afraid Dom Smith's not that good. Like, yeah. I think he's okay. I think he's a good platoon, but he doesn't hit lefties. Or I think it might be the opposite. He might. Yeah, I think he only, hits only hit lefties. lefties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he has like the opposite splits. Yeah. yeah. I don't see where he plugs in. I like Khalil Lee, though. Yeah, I like Khalil Lee. I was just but, thinking left-handed bats for the Yankees was was my thinking. Maybe another outfielder. I, I maybe it's my bias coming in because I'm Nestor. I mean Nestor, I love him too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm trading Nestor, but okay. I like the deal. So okay. wait, where, where, where's your head at with the Yankees this year? Are you are you continuing this optimism? Like, what are you where what are you feeling, dude? They keep screwing with my mental health. Like, I <laughs> I I try my best. I go in optimistic, but like this is the first year where I'm like, no, you prove it to me because yes. I've always <laughs> been on your side year after year, and you just like I'm 24 years old, right? They won a championship in 2009. I can't hang my hat on, oh, 27 world champion. No, we won one when I was like 11. And then since then, it's just been pain. And I know no one cares about the Yankee fan, like in pain. No one actually could get Yeah, it. Hard, not oh, a lot of sympathy for Yankees to this, fans. be like, oh, screw this kid. What, Yankees? <laughs> Mar- no, I know. But the pain over and over again, I'm not going in optimistic. I think okay. we're the third or fourth best team in our own division. I think you have, I think in your division, you're the you're the gambling favorite though, right? It goes, it goes guess, Yankees, Red it, Sox. They always Reds. are. Like, yeah, the yeah. Yankees, they always are, and they never win. So, bad bet. <laughs> Peter, what, what moves do you want to see the Yankees make? Because I know they were uncharacteristically quiet beforehand. I don't know why yeah. I the word out. Matt Olson but, tomorrow. Wow, yeah. Matt Olson over Freddie. I mean, pff, I'll take Freddie, too. <laughs> Just one of those. I mean, we need... You know, I, I like Voight, and I think it's a solid option. I just I want the lefty bat in Yankee Stadium. The the our lineup is so right handed dominant. We need a guy like Freddie Freeman or Matt Olson. We need a shortstop. You know, I'd love to have Trevor Story. I would rather not give Correa three hundred plus million. Yeah. I think Carlos Correa is somewhat of an overrated free agent. Um, I mean, still, you know, he's still really good, but you know, he had his best season before a contract year. And the guy's been primarily hurt his entire career. I still think he's really good. I'm not paying him three. Hesitant. I'd rather give Trevor Story some sort of prove it deal. Interesting. Interesting. Um, where do you see Craig going? Because the Tigers are off the table now. That seems like the the favorite initially. Does he go back like, to Houston? I've heard like eight teams. Yeah, <laughs> I hear a new team every day. Like, it, it, remember it was the Cubs? Like not that long oh, ago, it was like yeah. the Cubs were throwing their hat in the ring. I've heard the Cardinals. I've heard the Phillies. I've heard the Yankees. I've heard. The, the Tigers, I've heard say the Phillies, <laughs> the Astros. I've, I've just heard so many teams now. I like, I don't even have a guess anymore. I, the where he should sign, I think, is the I think the Phillies are actually kind of the best option, but they have Bryson Stott coming up, their best yes. prospect. Yeah, that so maybe that's not the best spot, but 
I, I frankly have no idea. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, who, you got to find someone who's willing to fork over that much cash, has that position yeah. of need. Like, there's there's a few check boxes that that need to be marked to get there. Um, the Phillies, though, Brandon and I, uh, covering only the NL East, are not huge Phillies fans. That's the team that we've been. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. been the probably the least in on uh, for whatever reason. But uh, uh, Carlos Gray going there, I think, kind of scares me a little bit more well, <laughs> than anyone. The Phillies else. also need an entire outfield too. So <laughs> That's I don't true. Know if they're gonna focus on that. Like they got to go get Conforto or something. Like they got to get major yeah. league baseball players on the roster. That's like yeah. If you look at their depth chart, it's like just question marks in the outfield. They have like three total outfielders in their entire roster. We played GM with the uh, we just played GM with the Royals, which uh, comes out probably. Are you guys releasing this tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So this will be released on the same day as this. And we were going to do the Phillies, and Arm was like, "Are we just going to sign ever free agent? They don't have any MLB players. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I don't know. Oh, and also, are, are they going to ignore defense for like the fourth straight year of like? Why do they not care about that? Like, it's, so weird. it's so weird. Actually, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um. After the after the Wheeler Cy Young, the Degrom Cy Young. So you think Sandy's Sandy's in an option? Is there anybody else in the NL East that kind of stands out to you, like a Max Freed, maybe? Anybody? Oh, I, love, uh, I love Freed. I think Ian Anderson Gray. is going to take another step forward this year. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Big Ian Anderson fan. I think his changeup is one of the best overall pitches in baseball. Um, I mean, if if we're just talking like if we're just talking really good pitchers, like I do like Ranger Suarez on the Phillies. Um, he's not going to win Cy Young, but I do like him. Um, 20 wins, 20 saves. Was that the stat from last year? Is that what he did? No way. There's, There's no way. way it was 20 wins. No, there was, uh, what's the wins? Win. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. Some crazy win saves. He was like the first player in, in MLB history to have like a, a quantifiable. I don't remember what it was. Just a good pitcher. Probably since Smoltz or something. Yeah. Something insane <laughs> like that. Something insane like that. Um, Trying to think what else we uh, there's any other trade proposals. We we grilled you enough about the Brian Reynolds trade. Do you do you see Reynolds actually moving, or do you think the the no. Pirates were saying Julio Rodriguez because they know they nobody's going to be able to match that? Exactly. Like, I just don't think he's going to get traded. If if you want a Julio Rodriguez, and also just a part again about that trade, like them saying they want Julio Rodriguez also strikes a chord with me because I think Julio Rodriguez is the best overall prospect in baseball. I think he's better than Bobby Witt. I think he's better than Adam Arm, Rushman. Arms a Bobby guy, right? Arms of Bobby guy. And yeah. you can't really go wrong. Yeah, I mean, Bobby yeah, Witt yeah. is also like insane and he's probably going to make <laughs> seven all-star teams. He's going to be awesome. But I think Julio Rodriguez is another reincarnation of Aaron Judge. Oh, I think he is the next bat. I mean, you look at his numbers compared to Wander at the same age. He's a better hitter than Wander Franco, who just Seriously? got $200 million. Yeah. Go look at their stats. And in double A, like he was un freaking believable and he's a very good defender in right field i think he's going to be one of the 10 best players in all of baseball and i think bobby witt will be up there but i don't think he'll have the impact that julio rodriguez makes at the plate and i'm always the guy give me the bat yes just give me the better bat and we'll figure it out and julio rodriguez has one of the best bats in the minor leagues that i've seen in a very long time he is so freaking good so Where that's also why when they asked about the trade, I was like, well, if you're going to have to match that, that's insane. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. No, that's just not going to happen. I, I think this is my baseball card brain working here. But after you said uh, we were talking Julio Rodriguez for a while, where are you on Jason Dominguez? Are you still are you like super high on him or you think that he's uh, just kind of being a little uh, overhyped in the baseball card world? Or where, where's your head out of that? The baseball card world <laughs> overhypes him more than <laughs> <laughs> Like his cards going for like as much as Juan Soto's is. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's really, really, really insane. It's really, it's really crazy. Insane. Are, you big, uh, are you a big? 
What's up? No, about the player though. He's yes, 19. Please. He didn't hit breaking balls well at all in 2021. I'm nervous about his approach, but it's clear he's incredibly talented, and he still is just 19. I think we're when people saw Jason Dominguez, they saw a guy who's going to come up like Soto or like yeah. Juan Franco at 20 years old, 19 years old, and just take the league by storm. He could come up at 23 and do the same thing. It just might take him a little bit longer. So that's why I'm I'm pausing the hype, especially on the card market. With- <laughs> yeah, God. Not a good investment. Not a good investment. No. Are you happy with the Yankees farm system? Yeah, seriously, dude. I I was at a card store. Where was I? I was in Vermont for a wedding this year, and I was at a at this huge card store, New York City. I don't know. Have you been to any of the New York City card shops, or you not made it over to there? Yeah, like I, I I haven't really made it over to a lot of card shops. Actually, the card is something I'm getting new into, oh, okay. like the collection. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All the guys who you know we work with at just baseball, they're all huge card guys, and I'm they're kind of queuing me in on it. So I, I've just started my collection, so I haven't been able to get into any of those stores yet. Okay, you gotta go check out Alex's MVP collectibles. Some shit, I forget where it is. Um, but I was at the store in Vermont and uh, I was talking to the guy just shooting this shit. There wasn't a lot of people that I could talk to uh, sports cards with. Uh, and this guy was just a wealth of knowledge. And he told me that some guy came in and bought like a Bowman Chrome box. So like has all the Bowman Chrome firsts, Brandon. I know you're not a big baseball card guy, um, which is just the very first authentic sports card for, for minor league players. And somebody pulled a Julio Rodriguez. I don't think I think it was one of 10. I don't think it was a one of one. It was a one of 10 Bowman first Julio Rodriguez um, sold it for $20,000. And now it's valued at $45,000. Don't <laughs> sell Julio. Isn't that don't. insane? Julio a, is Apple stock. That, yeah, Julio is, Apple stock. Julio. Julio is Google. Julio is not metaverse. Julio is not metaverse. <laughs> Jason Dominguez in, is like AMC a few months ago. You know, yeah, it's GameStop. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's GameStop. Stocks. They're he's, going up and down. Yeah, Dogecoin. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, are you happy with the Yankees farm system, though? Like, where's your where's your head at with that? Do you think it's a it's the funny thing up? is, I'm very happy about the Yankees farm system, especially this year. A lot of guys took huge step forwards. I mean, Anthony Volpe has vaulted himself yes. yeah, into dude. top five, top 10 prospects in baseball type conversations. And a guy that the Yankees haven't had at that level in, I mean, even Aaron Judge, when he was drafted in the first round out of Fresno State, he was not to the level of Volpe. I mean, will Volpe be better than Aaron Judge because he's ranked higher on some yeah. someone like me's prospect <laughs> list? Like, probably not. But, but I do think that he's going to be a very, very good player. Oswald Peraza, another glove first guy, took a huge step up. Hayden Wesnetsky, Ken Waldachuk, a lot of arms who – maybe in 2020, 2019, were looked very highly upon, but had great 2021s. So this system was ranked like between the 15 to 20th, but it is vaulted near the top 10 just because all these guys took a step up, even though the top prospect in the system, supposedly Jason Mingus, took a step back. The rest of them took steps forward. So I'm very excited. Very excited. where are you? Uh, where are you at with the Rays? I know that the Yankees and the Rays have a weird relationship. Uh, we're both from Among Florida them. originally, um, so we have a ton of Tampa fans, uh, Tampa friends that are fans. Um, are you, is the is the curse real? Is like the is the, is it is it just superstition, or do you think there's some validity to it? We can't fucking beat them. It's so weird. It's so okay. weird. They're and so you good. you rest guys when you're uh, when you're at the trop too. It like matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. People are getting hurt. What do you think it is? They could put out me like they're they're <laughs> so good at everything at pitching at defense at coaching and everything like they 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 bunt they move guys over they're so good at baseball so well rounded you know and now they're getting Juan Franco like they're gonna be so Shane Boz by the way that's a guy you're high on 
I think he's like gonna be one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's low effort at 98. We watched him in the futures game, and you know, we saw Kate Cavalli there. We saw a lot of really good young pitching prospects, and he was a different breed. No way. He's not even he's yawning on the mound throw at 98. Like he doesn't even care. And against big league pitching again, he I mean, against big league hitting, he came up and immediately was dominant. Yeah. Shane Boz might get a AL Cy Young bet for me. Like, wow. He wow. I think, like, this is how I feel about him. I think he will be better than Tyler Glass now. Well, that is a hell of a statement. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like, are we saying, are we I'm saying Glass so high on him? Glass now pre Tommy John or post Tommy John? Pre Tommy John, post Tommy John. I think Tyler Boz is going to be better. Wow. And Glasnow is top 10. Like, yeah, Glasnow is a, I think Boz a will monster. Be. Glasnow is a monster. Um, yeah. And they have Brent Honeywell. I'm trying to think of their other pitcher. Luis Patino they got from the, the Padres. Shane There's McClanahan. Shane is McClanahan. Yeah. yeah. We're just stacked. Patino is going to be good, too. Yeah. I mean, the Rays are better than the Yankees. This year with that. <laughs> it just sucks, but it's the reality of the situation. <laughs> Uh, are you sorry, Brandon? No, no, no. no I say, Peter, what did you think? Because this is a, a controversial uh, trade on on this pod, the Joey Wendell and oh, yeah. Meisner, right trade. What did you think about that? Because I know Sam was not too happy. Yeah, Cameron Meisner giving up. That's scary. Yeah, I agree. It was a little bit scary too. I didn't know much about Meisner going into it, but then I kind of you know did some back end stuff because I was like, oh, the Rays. I've heard of him, but I'm like, if the Rays really want him, what do they like? And he yeah. looks like this really athletic outfielder. But Arm actually had a great stat about Joey Wendell: the fact that you know a lot of these guys have had trouble hitting it at the trop. It's like yeah. you know, it's like, like a Adonis. Wendell has great numbers outside of the trop. No so way. he could yeah. be the guy that actually ends up kind of refinding it for Miami. I know Miami's not the easiest park to hit in either. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Wendell, like when you're looking at his 2021 stats, I wouldn't expect those on the Interesting. Marlins. I think he's okay. going to be better. But I agree. Meisner is scary. He looks very athletic and he looks pretty good. And then, you know, he's going over the Rays. That's scary. Yeah, the, yeah whenever yeah. the Rays want somebody, that's immediately a very, like a red flag for me. <laughs> Trading with the and Rays. They've, they've, you know, they've, they've had trades in the past where they, you know, they, it didn't work. But Primarily, more often than not, they're going to get it right. And Cameron Meisner does seem like a guy that they might get can, right. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you expecting Wendell to to take Brian Anderson's spot at third base, or do you do you see him just being like a hyper utility guy? I know like Arms Arms thinking that Anderson might be on the way out because we're getting Joey Wendell and he sees him as an everyday third baseman. I'll ask you. I'll pose that back to you. Do you think Brian Anderson's good? <laughs> I ha- it's a really Sam weird- does Sam does think no, it's, it's just a complicated relationship because like this entire rebuild Brian Anderson has been like the obviously this is a term that's been used all the time in Marlins but like he's the new Mr. Marlin he's just always at third base played right field he's been ever he's consistent he was the only bright spot on like the 2017 Marlins like every day uh, every day it's something the wind yeah, blows <laughs> and he's out 10 days I, I mean, really I think it's psychology I think people see him because he has like a good build he's handsome yeah. I really think people are like confusing him for a good ball player because he <laughs> visually looks like guy. one <laughs> dude Brinson, uh, another guy confused but see i have always been on lewis brinson train i'm like he just gotta figure something out like, he yeah. had that six-week run this season remember he was like hitting jacks left and right like i don't know where that run i know i know i love i love lewis brinson he seems like he's just like a sweet dude with a good yeah. head on his shoulder handled all of like the the awful stuff at cardinals park uh uh pretty well that was in, that was in Very st well. louis right yeah, and yes. I, it, I I don't know if it was at St. Louis, but I know exactly what you're talking about, that that instance. And, yeah, I just hope he finds a home where he, I guess, feels comfortable. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, I don't know what it is. help him do well, but I'm just wishing the best for Brinson. Like, you, you think, I do think he's talented. You think he's going to stay on the Marlins, or you, you think he's gone? No, isn't he already gone? Didn't they already DFA him? 
Did they DFA him? I think they DFA oh, him. Oh, Peter, with... this is how I find out. <laughs> I'm not going to look on, it up. Dude. I'm going to live this next 30 I... minutes of just, uh, we still have Sweet Lou. Everything's good. I have to tell Sam this every week on the podcast. I'm like, he's DFA, man. Let it go. <laughs> this is he's the fourth gone. week in a row of me him not and Oh, dude, Alfaro! I was at that Mets game when they had Alfaro in left field, and they—they, they, uh, this is like the fourth time I brought this up in three weeks on the podcast. But like watching Alfaro miss like a routine ground ball in left field that cost us the entire game, being surrounded by Mets fans a day I took off work to go to a doubleheader, but still had another game that I had to go to afterwards. Yeah, that was a that was a, a bad and moment. I, I felt <laughs> bad. I was watching from home, and I texted. Him. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I I couldn't even be that excited because I felt so bad for him being there. At least he's like kind of fast sprint speed. He's like weirdly yeah, up there. Yeah, he's I don't good. Know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We got Sixto back in that deal too. So you know, <laughs> at least he's he's consistent and good. Never getting hurt. Nothing to worry about over there. Um, oh, no. I know. I know. Uh, the, well, the Phillies did a get a great. Oh wait, yeah, no, they just got the best catcher in baseball. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what do you think of? Uh, where you're? I love talking prospects when we get uh, guys on who know them more than I do. Are you convinced that Adley is going to be the real deal? I guess to find real deal. Like, is he because, you know, there I think he's really good. Like, I think he'll, for example, like Zips projects him has the he has the third highest war of all catchers, like going into next season. And I, I we, Arm and I were talking about, I was like, would you be shocked if Adley finished top five in war out of all catchers? And he was like, yes, I'd be really shocked. And I thought about him like, yeah, I guess I'd be shocked, too. Yeah. But the fact that that conversation came up the catching position in baseball is weak and Adley will immediately come in and be one of the better ones. But if we go back to not that long ago, Matt Wieters was one of the great <laughs> catching prospects yeah. ever coming out of Baltimore. Baltimore has had problems developing their guys. We could see a very good talent not become that type of talent because of the position that they're in. We see it in football all the time, but I oh, feel like yeah. we never give it credit in baseball. Will Adley live up to the hype with the Orioles surrounding him. Will Grayson Rodriguez I was just about to ask that yeah. pitching prospects will he that's why um you know when we're ranking our top 100 on justbaseball.com you know the constant fight Grayson Rodriguez Shane Boz for best pitcher in minor league baseball. I've always been Shane Boz over Grayson Rodriguez even though the numbers and the stuff profile you lean Grayson Rodriguez Grayson he looks like yeah. Shane Bieber yeah. but I'm like give me the ray right <laughs> Like over the Oriole, as as like simplistic as that sounds, that level of thinking has proved me right, whether I'm even I supposed mean, to be right or not. It's just happenstance. Like I just, for example, the Dodgers are bringing up a prospect versus the. So I, I thought you were going to say Miami for a second, and you were no, 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 no. Diamondbacks versus the Diamondbacks. Yes. Okay. Like I'm going to go with the Dodger. Yeah, like, absolutely. Even if the Diamondback has a little bit more potential. Like the Dodgers are most likely going to make their player a little bit better. What's up with Gavin Lux? Like he never he never hit his potential in LA though, and he was he was yeah, it's not the, over though. I don't, you don't think, think it's so. Over. I think this is the prove it season. Like, yeah, if we don't get if we don't get much from Gavin Lux, this is it. You're calling it nail in his coffin. <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to hit. And apparently, like when I talk to Dodger people, it's all in his head too. Oh, fielding God, can't throw. It's just like he's not there. But maybe this season will be different because he's so talented. Still. He was hanging out with Cody Bellinger too much last year. That's the problem. Yeah. A Cody Bellinger, though, I am expecting a bounce back here. I mean, what about he, the crazy no, thing no, is no. he had 165 last year. Like, does anyone yeah. realize that? What's insane? I started, that? <laughs> I started a dynasty uh, baseball league last year and Cody Bellinger was my first pick. And it was just made me look like the dumbest fantasy GM in the entire <laughs> world for the entire season. It's just but not it's a good because he's an MVP. Type I know. Talent. I know. Like, 
But it's, he was dealing with injury it's all It's wild, too, because I obviously caught a lot of Dodger games last year, and I saw actually a walk-off against the Cubs that he hit, and it's wild how people, it seemed like Dodger fans still embraced him. Like, I feel yeah. like if it was in New York, even though Dodger fans are pretty tough, like, they know he was hurt. Days, they would rip into him, I feel like. That's oh, yeah. Like, they, they knew or he not. was hurt. Yeah. He was hurt all year, and hurt, we yeah. saw in the playoffs he performed better. Um, so I'm ex- that's why I'm excited to see. I think he was just dealing with shit all year. The yeah. knee, the back. There was just, I, I'm sure I'm even misquoting his actual injuries because there were so many. Mm-hmm. I, I think he'll be totally fine. Gavin Lux, I'm more worried about. But Cody, if Cody Bellinger doesn't have a bounce back here, I will genuinely be shocked. You'd be shocked. I'm, I, he's too talented. He's would, you still, would you still buy low if he doesn't perform this season? Or you think that that's starting to be an indication of like a, a long-term issue? It's so tough because I have to see how he performs, right? Yeah. Like what does well mean? Like it's because he could be, you know, he could still be hitting the ball hard, but just not lucking into stuff. Like I want to see like his expected stats. I want to see like his barrel rate. I want to see how he's like performing, how his peripherals are instead of more like, oh, is the batting average back up to 280? Yeah. You know, I want to see, is he hitting the ball hard? Is he healthy? He's how, how's up. he running? How's he running in the outfield? A lot of that stuff. Because if he looks healthy and he's not performing, then there's something. Yeah. But you know, if he's hitting the ball hard, but it's just not showing up in the box score, I'm like, okay, I'm still going to buy low. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I, 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 in a dream world, would love to buy low on Cody Bellinger and throw him in the the Marlins huge center field. So that would be, yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a lot of fun for me. That'd be a lot of fun for me. Um, all right, we're wrapping up, but I know you said you're a football guy, and I will never miss a chance to talk about the Miami Dolphins. Let's do it. Are are you a, are you a Mike McDaniel fan? Brandon, the the, the I'm sure you saw this. I saw, yes. I, I hired, saw yeah. his, his weird video when he. Yeah, was, we hired like a. <laughs> the, I just like I'm still reeling over the Flores situation. Yeah, I yeah. really am. I mean, I thought uh, personally, like even beyond all the outside noise, like just on the football field, Brian Flores is a great head coach. Yeah, look at our really defense. good yeah. head coach. It was hard to do what you could do with that Dolphins roster. Like it's just the fact of the matter. Without Jalen Waddle, I mean, this team has nothing offensively. Yeah. Well, are you, you're talking to a Tua apologist, so you're gonna. <laughs> Tua has touch. Tua has touch. But you know what's Tua's ceiling? Like what? what Drew Brees. What are you ball? talking about? Everybody always said it's Drew Brees. Mm. No, I think uh, I think we're gonna see. This is uh, we were talking about Gavin Lux as a prove it year. This is absolutely to his prove it year, and that's so funny because year two was supposed to be his prove it year after the the weird Ryan Fitzpatrick shit that was going down. I'm high on Mike McDaniel. He's got something. He's got it's, the it's, accuracy and like yeah. The, yeah, weirdly can like place a perfect ball. Obviously, the arm strength is a big deal. But he also had like a devastating hip injury in college that everybody was like, "Oh, this and guy no might alarm. never play." Yeah, and like how much of your like torso torque power? You tell him a doctor, you know, it sounds like I'm talking about uh, fucking up uh, his his throw powers. So that's that's that's. I well, give him another year. That's all I'm saying. I think give him another year will be good. I think uh, you have to give him another year. You have to give him another year, Brandon. What else do you got? We got, I'd say, what, two two to three more minutes. Hit me with something hot. You got anything? Oh, dude, I got nothing. I just like Mike McDaniel's <laughs> weird Tua video that he sent with him on the private plane. Oh, <laughs> my God. That too, it made me laugh. Yeah, Peter, did you see that? It was like Mike McDaniel on the private jet coming in from uh, San Francisco, and they're like, they got the Marlins social media team to record his first FaceTime with Tua. They're like losing reception, and they were trying to make it look really cool. It was just a... It was a nightmare. It was like the. Do you remember the Trevor Rogers uh, All Star video last year? Does that ring any bells? I know this is a deep Marlins cut. Yes, I Where they think like I ranked do. him when and he was he getting was, sent sent back. Yeah, because wasn't he? Um, oh, maybe maybe I'm misquoting that because I, I remember watching the All Star festivities and I think Tyler or Trevor Rogers. I keep calling him Tyler. <laughs> no, no, Trevor Rogers is just kind of by himself 
Oh, and, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Not socializing I, don't remember, I, don't remember, I remember him like kind of quoting and people were asking him questions and then like everyone was looking for like a more well-known player. Trevor was like, I'm an all-star. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah, God, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? There's like this weird video where the, the Marlins social team thought it'd be a great idea to like prank him and, and have Don tell him that he was going to be sent back down to AAA and just like, this is not a man of emotion. A this is the, the least charismatic dude. Love Trevor, but just not somebody that you put a camera in and hope that magic yeah. happens. And he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't, you didn't get what you wanted. What are you talking about? This didn't He's work like, out. Wait, the minors aren't happening. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. No, you're going to the All Star. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I got a little bit of emotion out of him. There's also I'm rambling a little bit about Trevor Rogers, but I love him so much. There's a weird video of him giving like a tour of his like his New Mexican. Uh, upbringing and he's like going through this small town in New Mexico that he was from and he like says we're going to go to my favorite restaurant and it's like the most entry level Tex-Mex restaurant you've ever been into in your entire life you've we've all been there seven times without having actually stepped in that restaurant like we've all been to a restaurant like this and he's just like raving about the cheese enchilada it's just the he's just such a goober he's such a goober you gotta love him you gotta love him that's awesome yeah it's great brandon so the cheese enchilada that got you yeah that got you um well peter thank you so much for taking the time uh i i'm gonna hate you forever for not the brian reynolds trade but letting me know that uh brincy got dfa'd i can't i'm gonna find out again (laughs) next week (laughs) i'm gonna find out again next week no this is awesome thank you so much for taking the time um hit your plugs let the people know where they can find you let the people know where they can listen to you all that good stuff Definitely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This was awesome. This was a really great time. So yeah, I my name is Peter Apple. You can follow me on Twitter at PeterApple23, but it's spelled A-P-P-E-L, not like the fruit. Um, <laughs> and then I also host the Just Baseball show, and I host Not Gambling Advice on the Just Baseball Media Network. Um, you can also give me a follow on TikTok at Just Baseball Fans as well. You know, I'm always trying to make content, make people laugh or make people hate me, whatever, as long as you try the engagement. Don't yeah, care. Ruffle feathers. We don't care. We're gonna take, we don't care. Do I'll be making I'll be making my gambling picks three times a day on on TikTok at Just Baseball Fans and as well as on our website, JustBaseball.com. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I need I need somebody else to tail. I've been tailing some random Twitter dudes that I've been following and I got absolutely burned. This is on me, but I bet on Italian League One soccer at like noon on a Sunday. Yeah. And there was nothing. And he was like, 10 unit max. And I was like, all right, I'll throw some money on it. No, none of them hit. I'm off this guy. Don't follow top tier picks on Twitter. He'll burn you. Uh, But I'll tail you a couple of times. I'm I'm feeling your good luck. I think I think it could hit. You know, we try um, last season. We were up plus 15.67 units. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so, you know, we track our picks every single day, keeping the record with the unit. So you're you're up to date. So it's like if I go one and two the next day, you're going to see me the next day on screen being like, hey, I went one and two. This Eat is where I'm wrong. Yeah. This is where I'm trying to go right today. And it's just a daily series. So you'll be able to follow instead of like, oh, this random guy just popped up. He said 10 unit max. Yeah, no, no, that- <laughs> one unit every day. And, and and we made money last year and we made money in the NFL, too. And but. You know, I, I we did make money last year, but you know, we'll move forward this year. We're hoping, we're hoping. Of Remain, course, it's yeah. gambling; it's not winning. No, <laughs> you absolutely know, it's not. Gambling, but I think you know, with all the research and stuff that goes into it, we will be successful. Hopefully. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! Positive in the NFL. That seems like you seem like the only person I've ever seen that's that's up in NFL gambling. That was like the hardest this season. It seemed Cooper Cup plus six hundred to win Super Bowl MVP. Wow! Oh, hell yeah, Dang. dude. You, okay. 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 Last anecdote. Nobody wants to hear anybody talk about their fantasy team, but let me lament for a second. Uh, Dynasty fantasy football have Cooper Cup, have Debo, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, this stacked George Kittle, OBJ, stacked Dynasty team score the most points out in the entire Whoa. league and then don't make the playoffs. <laughs> 
Just that team is luck. loaded. It's uh, my year is coming. Leonard Fournette, Matthew Stafford. Oh, my yeah, year is coming, fine. but it's just not right now. It's not right now. Peter, thanks again, man. We'll make thanks sure so everybody comes to check it out. Um, and yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Right. Have a good one. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org. Or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. All right, huge shout out to Peter. What a guy. Great, great time talking, talking, talking shop, chatting. I tried to say talking shop and chatting at the same time. We're not drunk today. We didn't get drunk for President's Day. I promise. Yeah, we're just... We're just dumb. Um, uh, yeah, Brandon. Okay, you know the drill. We got to do our plugs now before we get <laughs> out of here. You say your Twitter stuff. I'll say my Twitter. Yeah, go. go hey, follow me on Twitter at Brando Grosso. You can also follow our network sports drink. at sports drink without the vowels. What about you? What's your thing? Follow the podcast on Twitter, too, at NL Feast. Follow me on Twitter at NL Feast Sam. Uh, shoot us an email. I think it's been probably close to six months since we've had an email, but you know, listen, we're, we're waiting patiently. We're not in a rush. Um, give us five star reviews on, Oh, I got to plug the email. Of course, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. That's where you can email us. Let us know what's going on. We're falling apart here, Brandon. It's the end of the day. We're ready to go. Um, what else? Check out my band as always. Check out Ugly Twin on, uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can listen to music. You can listen to us. Got a shot of music video this week, Brandon. Forgot to tell what? you about. We shot our first music video. That's cool. Yeah, I should have probably mentioned that up at the top, but I, uh, I forgot about that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That'll be out in a couple weeks. Um, what else? I feel like there's something else I wanted to plug. I don't think there is. Let's hope that the CBA thing gets wrapped up, dude. I hope that next week when we come on to talk to each other that it'll be uh, yeah. we'll have good news and not, not scary news. <sighs> We're not drunk, everyone. <laughs> not drunk. Yeah. I feel like the more you keep saying that, the more it's going to sound. <laughs> I though. swear like, we're not. I promise, officer, I've had nothing to drink tonight. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon. Anything else before we get bye out bye. of here? Bye. Bye. Bye.